Hey, Drinking Buddies. Thanks to your amazing support, Taste of Japan is coming back to Long Beach. Come down to Burger Daddy on Saturday, March 6th for Okonomiyaki and Takoyaki Grilled Live, along with do-it-yourself kits from Ramen District and your favorite snacks from Drinking Buddy. Burger Daddy will be serving their katsu, smash, and vegan burgers, fries, and shakes. I'll be inhaling my go-to, the katsu burger, with its crunchy panko fried beef and onion patty topped with slaw, red relish, and savory Japanese barbecue sauce. Pre-orders start soon, so head to our website and sign up for our newsletter. Hey, don't miss out on your chance to enjoy an exclusive discount on handcrafted, locally brewed beer and sake from Nova Brewing Co. Head to shop.novabrewingco.com right now and use code DRINKINGBUDDY to get 10% off your order. Tap the link in our episode description and order yourself a bottle of Doburoku, Brewer James Jin's authentic recreation of Japan's original homebrew. This offer is only good for the rest of February, so order a bottle for pickup or delivery now. I believe in forward progression. So making new styles, making new flavors in beers, not just copying whatever everybody else is doing. This is the Drinking Buddy Show, where we explore food, craft, beverage pairings, and the entrepreneurs and tastemakers behind them. I'm Frank, founder of Drinking Buddy Artisan Snacks. On today's show, Emiko Tanabe and James Jin are back from Nova Brewing Co. in Los Angeles. Emiko and James joined me last week to share how they started Nova Brewing Co. They're back this week to share more of their awesome lineup, plans for the future, and their thoughts on what brewing means to them. Doboroku is one of my favorite beverage from Japan. They don't consider technically as sake, but for me, it's just sake that's made in a really old style. When they didn't know how to press the sake, they would just ferment the rice in the water with koji, and then because they didn't press it, they would just drink it straight away. And the point is to drink it fresh. Obviously, it has to be nama, unpasteurized. I like to associate Doboroku as having carbonation. It was introduced to Doboroku when it was fizzy, and I really like that. And it's a product that's not introduced to the American market. Almost nobody knows about it. Our mission is to bring Japanese sake styles that are not very well known here. I want to introduce that to the local people. And surprisingly, we're getting interest from Michelin restaurants in LA area. A lot of high-end sushi restaurants are like, you guys are the only ones who do this. And that's cool. And we want to help you promote it. Their father used to make homebrew doburoku illegally. And they know how it tastes. And once they tried our sake, they're like, that's real stuff. It was funny. I told my wife, who's from Osaka, about your doburoku. And she looked confused. And I said, yeah, they're one of the only people that make it in the U.S. And she asked me if it was legal here in the U.S. And I said, yeah. And she immediately <laughs> said, well, then it's not Doboroku. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. For us, as a local brewery, we want to make sake easy to understand to the local people, accessible. We want to introduce the products that are made in Japan, but in an easy way. So we still call it Doboroku. It's made like Doboroku. James doesn't just brew sake, he's also an experimental craft beer brewer, and came up with a truly unique Ginjo 7 series. He shares what inspired him to start it. The Ginjo 7 series is when we wanted to make our own unique beer styles without copying what other breweries are doing. You know, I'm not a big fan of IPAs. There's too many out there. Everybody's doing hazy IPAs. 
everybody's making fruited sours. Because we are a brewery that's making beer not for ourselves, but for the people, we do make hazy IP sometimes fruited sours, but that's not our focus. And the Ginger 7 series is what we want to be known for. Our first Ginger 7 white label is kind of like a blonde ale made with our sake yeast number seven and steamed rice. I'm not a fan of Belgian beer, so I try to learn from the Belgian brewing techniques. I realized that sake yeast number seven works kind of like German style yeast. Our Ginger 7 turned out like a Hefeweizen at first. It's high flocculating, so it turned out hazy. We use lagering method to ferment, but the yeast itself is a Saccharomyces cerevisiae, which is considered in the beer industry an ale yeast. And we have a Ginger 7 Red, which is using the same yeast. It works really well in beer, this sake yeast, and it's a brown ale. It's kind of like Belgian-style brown ale. They like to use orange peel and coriander, but instead of coriander, I put in sancho pepper, and it gave a really unique spicy peppery kick at the end. And it goes really nice with the citrus coming from the orange peel. Emiko and James are always coming up with new ideas for Nova Brewing Co. They shared some with me. We recently launched a Christmas special release called Hatsukoi, strawberry infused sake. And I was not originally planning to do any fruited sake, but one of my sake family friends convinced me to do it. And it was a huge success. Everybody liked it. And, you know, it's not about what I want to make. It's not about what I want to drink. It's about what people want and what people want to drink, especially when you're a professional brewer. Because of success, we're going to do more seasonal releases. We're going to focus on playing around in California. We already reached out to some farmers in California to get some local fresh fruits. So we're planning the whole year with different fruits in sake. You know, I love taruzake as well. So I am playing around with woods available. Japan, they have amazing wood called Yoshinosuke, which is like cedar made in Nara. So I'm looking into woods to play around with in sake. I tried red cedar and it just smells like pencil. So I don't think I'm going <laughs> to go for red cedar. <laughs> also, I'm a big fan of sake made with not only yellow koji, but black and white koji. So I am testing different types of koji. Black and white koji has citric acid, which is very different from traditional yellow koji. When you put it in your mouth, it tastes like chestnut sweet, but black or white koji is sour. I was really surprised by how sour it is, but I'm going to play around with even higher acidic sake. Beer, we're going to keep experimenting with Asian ingredients. I didn't mention this yet, but I also worked at Hitachino, the Kiyuchi Brewery in Ibaraki, and that's where I learned how they use yuzu, and sancho pepper in beer, even umeboshi, or ume, I think, not umeboshi, um, just plum. And That's what I, I say. How, yeah. <laughs> how do they do I that? Learned, I think there is a beer made with umeboshi locally. It's like a sour beer, but yeah, it'll be sour. It's the brewery that I worked at, they use the fresh plums. So we're going to play around with more Asian ingredients. I think that's where we are unique. So we have beer that I'm making with hojicha, oolong tea. I'm going to keep experimenting with beer. I believe in forward progression. So making new styles, making new flavors in beers, not just copying whatever everybody else is doing. When we come back, Emiko shares her plans for Nova Brewing. Thanks for listening so far. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Then head to www.thedrinkingbuddyshop.com and pick up some tasty pub snacks, barware, and more. 
Every purchase he makes helps us support small family-owned businesses in rural Japan and bring you more delicious, unique snacks to pair with your favorite beverages. Special thanks to all of you that have already started enjoying our snacks and sharing them with your buddies. So I always wanted sake to be an everyday drink. Everybody drinks wine as everyday drink, but for sake, they just drink it for a special occasion, like when you go out for sushi. So we have done the cheese and sake pairing. We're now doing the ramen and sake. So I'm going to try to get more collaboration with other food and try to give more sake education to local people. That's my plan. So when you speak of education, I wanted to ask you, especially after you said people came in and ordered Budweiser, what would you <laughs> like people to study or what's a great way for them to learn about sake even before they come? I just want people to try pairing with whatever food they eat, like pizza, something like that, salad, fish, meat, whatever. People believe that sake goes well with sushi only, but you can try pairing with a lot of things. Go to supermarket, try get one sake, try to pair with whatever food you eat. What can you do to support Nova Brewing Co? Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We always release the information there. If you can share that information on your social media, like James said, we don't really spend money for marketing. So if you can share that information to local people, that would be very appreciated. Purchasing our products and supporting us. We tend to stay quiet. We're not doing super expensive marketing or promotion. It's just me and Emiko that do all the marketing. You know, it's a very mom and pop business. If you can come to our brewery, you can even make appointment to do a tour with us. A lot of people learn a lot when they come and do a tour with us because I explain to them how it's made, have them taste what koji tastes like. So it's a very good way to learn about sake. James and Emiko share what brewing means to them. I was amazed when I first tasted Jumai Daiginjo. I want people to have that same reaction. I've had really young customers that come and try my sake, and they tell me, I never knew sake tasted like this. That's my mission, is to get more people to understand the history and the tradition of sake, what sake can be, and share my love for sake. That's why I brew. I want people to fall in love just as much as I love sake. Beer is more like something fun I'm doing. I want it to be more, you know, experimental. Sharing the Japanese culture and tradition that is dying. As a Japanese, I want to spread good culture, good food, good beverage to the United States. That's what it means. Thanks so much to Emiko Tanabe and James Jin. Find out more about Nova Brewing Co. by checking the links in our episode description. And mark your calendars for Saturday, March 20th. We'll be at Nova Brewing Co. with Taste of Japan, along with Sujita Ramen, Tanata Takoyaki, and more. Make sure you're on our mailing list so you get the link to pre-order. In the next episode of The Drinking Buddy Show, we'll be sharing snacks and sake with friend of the show and sake sommelier, Greg Beck. Thanks for listening to The Drinking Buddy Show. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your buddies. Check out our latest artisanal snack offerings at www.thedrinkingbuddyshop.com. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Take care and drink well.